Welcome to Build Your Maverick Business, the podcast for underdog, outlier, and renegade entrepreneurs. Brought to you by Strange Creative Studio. If you dream of going off on your own and launching your rebel empire, but don't know where to start, you're in the right place. We'll teach you how to use mindset, branding, and practical advice to build a killer business and transform your world. And now, here's your host, founder of Strange, Alex Pitt. All right, everyone, how's it going? I've got a juicy episode for you today. Oof, this is one that I have been teasing, oh, fuck, for a long time now. So this today marks the 80th, 8-0 episode of Build Your Maverick Business, which is nuts. Consistency is not my strong point. So the fact that I've been doing this for 80 weeks is mad to me. But yeah, pretty much since like episode three or four, I've been teasing this subject. And that subject, my loves, is money. Money, 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 money. More specifically, money mindset. All right. And I'm going to get right into talking about this in a minute because this is a subject that I get quite riled up about. It's one of the subjects that I reckon I get asked the most about, sort of. It's sort of the one I get asked the most about because usually people drop into my DMs and they're like, I really need some help. I need some help with my pricing. And I say, okay, cool. So you should probably do X, Y, and Z and then you can work out what you need to charge. And they go, oh, don't know about that. And I say, why is that? Suddenly up bubbles all of the emotional drama, which we're going to dive into briefly in today's episode. So before I get right into this, I want to tell you a little story, which is the most recent example of when money mindset has come up and quite frankly baffled me. So I went out for a drink with a mate of mine a few weeks back. For anonymity, let's call her Nancy. Don't know why, Nancy. Oddly, the first name that came to my head. So Nancy told me she's wincing. She looks very uncomfortable. Nancy told me she's done something really crazy. I was like, ah, what? Drunk text your ex? Accidentally sent a nude photo to your boss? Join the fucking circus? Nope. Nancy had bought a handbag. Whoa! So Nancy, Nancy works a nine to five job, a very successful nine to five job. She's doing very well in her career. She owns her house. She pays her bills. She's not in any debt. And recently she got a bonus. Now we're talking quite a few grand, right? She's bought this bag, which costs a few hundred quid. So not even touching that bonus, bearing in mind that her bonus is money on top of her regular income. And it turns out that that handbag was one that she'd wanted for years. It was one that she had dreamt about. It was one that she knew one day she would own and it would make her so happy. Now, when she told me about this bag, she was properly wincing, like cringing as if I was about to explode in abject fucking horror. And I was like, oh, that's nice that you got yourself a nice thing with your disposable income that you earned. <laughs> now, it turns out there was an explanation for why she was worried so much about telling me about this bag that she bought. And it was that I wasn't the first person she told about it. She told her parents first, Oofed. and they, mummy and daddy, had gone mental and told her how irresponsible they thought that was. They said that she should be putting it towards something that was an investment. She should be saving that money for a rainy day. She should not be spending it on frivolous things. She also told me that her parents are basically millionaires. They've got a shit ton of money in the bank, but they don't spend any of it, right? Now, don't get me wrong, they live a comfortable life. 
but they have all of this excess wealth that they will not touch unless they believe that they're spending it on something sensible. Not a nice handbag. Oh no, no Nancy. Bad Nancy. Now, like I say, that is just the most recent example of when money mindset has popped up in my everyday life. But realistically, it's fucking everywhere. It's everywhere. Now, we all need money to survive in this capitalist society. You need it to keep a roof over your head. You need it for food. You need it to keep the heating on, etc. The question that I want to put to you today, business owners, you lot, are you subconsciously keeping yourself skint? Are you subconsciously keeping money away from you? Are you repelling it? Are you keeping yourself poor? Now I know what you're thinking. Of course I'm fucking not. I don't want to be poor. I want to have more money in the bank. I don't want to have to restrict myself when it comes to the money that I spend. But the answer is probably yes, you are. You are keeping yourself in less money than you would like to have. You are blocking it off in one way or another. Now, if you don't think that's true, That's why it's subconscious. It's in the background, pals. Every single person on the planet has a very, very specific, unique, and for the most part, fucked up relationship with money. There are beliefs that we hold. Many of them keep us away from wealth, the wealth that we want, on some level. Now, some of those beliefs include, but are not limited to, thinking money is evil and only assholes have a lot of money. Thinking that wanting money and asking for it makes you greedy or immoral. Please see the America Ferrera speech from Barbie. Thinking that you have historically been bad, air quotes with money, and so you will never be able to make any. You'll never be able to be good with it. That people like you, that look like you, that sound like you, don't get rich that people will judge you or stop liking you if you earn too much, that you can't be trusted with money in your bank, that you're not deserving, skilled, talented enough, that if you try and earn more, you'll probably just fail anyway. I told you we were going in deep today, loves. Now, do you feel the emotion coming from some of those statements, from some of those beliefs? Did you feel your stomach drop and your throat tighten a little bit when you heard any of those? Or when you think about money in general, Is this entire podcast episode making you want to curl up in a little ball? No, I want you to do something for me, all right? Right now, right this second, if you can, presume you're not driving or right slap bang in the middle of something. If you've got a hand free, I want you to go into your wallet or your purse or your pocket and pick up either a debit or credit card or a bank note if you have any cash on you. I want you to look at it, hold it in your hand. And realise that those things in themselves do not have any value. The materials that they're printed on, right? They're either a hunk of plastic or a bit of paper. Because the truth is, we made money up. Money is made up. Humans pulled it out of their asses a good while ago. And we've all just been going along with it. All right, it's not fucking real. Money has no moral worth. It has no emotional impact on you except for what you create in your own mind from the beliefs that you've been taught and what society has drilled into that pretty little head of yours. Now, if you, like me, had any kind of religious upbringing, I was a little Catholic girl, you've probably heard some of the shit that the Bible's got to say about it too. Money is the root of all evil, etc. Money gets such a bad reputation. Money itself is a neutral resource. Okay, it's numbers on a screen, it's a bit of paper, it's a bit of plastic in your pocket. It has no moral value attached to it, period. 
Because realistically, all that happened, right, is back in the day, I'm not a historian, so don't ask me how long ago, but everyone would just trade whatever shit they had lying around for the shit that they needed, okay? So you could swap a goat for some wheat. (laughs) The building of a brick wall around your property for some medical care. Some strawberries for a shag. I don't know, whatever you needed, (laughs) you could offer what you had. Now, after a while, when there were more people more things to be had, and everything just started to get a little bit complicated, everyone just agreed that a universal currency for trade would save a lot of time and confusion. So they made up money. Money itself is just a resource, one that flows to us and flows out from us in varying amounts. Now that emotional connection comes from everything that you've learned along the way throughout your life. Most of it in the first sort of seven years when that subconscious mind is taking in everything and forming this little bubble of reality that you now just accept to be true. People have moral value, okay? It is a sad truth that evil people, twats as I like to call them, tend to be more ruthless in the way that they go about getting money and what they do with it. Now, money itself gets all the blame for the actions of those twats. And so the compassionate, lovely, caring people shy away from it, thinking that money is a corrupting, devilish substance. Now, to back myself up here, here are some of the wonderful things that money can do. Build hospitals, pay for doctors to offer physical and mental health care, build infrastructure to bring loved ones together, provide the materials to create art, music, and other beautiful fucking things, buy nourishment in the form of food, water, or medicine, pay for childcare so that families can be together, fund research into science and medicine, allow technology to develop and improve our everyday lives, and allow us to live our lives to the fullest with freedom of time, as we were fucking meant to, before some prick came up with the idea of money. (laughs) Now believe me when I say that when decent, caring people get wealthy, they don't turn into dickheads. Money is power, and power tends to amplify what was already present in someone's character when they were broke. Now if you are someone who genuinely cares about their fellow humans, animals, and the planet... You are fucking the entire world by not redistributing wealth from the old farts in suits who only care about their own egos and earnings. You are doing yourself and the world a disservice if you are keeping your prices so low that you have to work all hours to make ends meet. If you are blocking easy wins in the form of passive income, pre-packaged offers and pre-recorded training... If you're holding back on reinvesting into your business so that you can grow your revenue, these are bad things. Doing those things is not selfish. Making more money does not make you a bad person. It shouldn't be scary and you are absolutely deserving of it. Now, I've done a lot, a lot of mindset and coaching work over the years, but there is not one area that I focused on more than my money mindset. By money mindset, what I actually mean is that emotional relationship that you have with the neutral resource that is money itself. Not the amount that you have in your bank, not how much your parents had when you were growing up, although it is all relative and it is all connected. It's how you feel when you receive it. It's how you feel when you spend it, when you earn it, how you earn it, what you're willing to spend it on. Now, this work, very sadly, won't come up for most people until they are really in control of how much they earn. 
And that happens quite abruptly when you start your own business. Sale to sale, invoice to invoice, when you're setting your own prices, when you're negotiating rates, it suddenly comes bubbling to the surface and fuck does it start to all feel really horrible. Trust me, I know. There is no way in sweet hell I could have written and recorded this episode as little as three years ago. I am a self-development junkie. I notice when something feels very difficult and very wrong, and I tend to just laser focus all of my attention on fixing it. So yeah, I started this work about three years ago, and it's still ongoing, but it's helped me so much. Because what I didn't realise was there was a million ways that I was stunting the growth of my business by not doing this work, by not paying attention to my money mindset. Now I am timing this episode beautifully because I've been teasing doing something around money mindset for a long time. I've decided to give it the attention it deserves. So rather than doing a couple of episodes of this podcast, I am releasing a mini money mindset course. There's a tongue twister for you. That course is called Hardwired for Profit. I'm not going to tell you too much about it now, other than I am going to open the cart next week on Black Friday for a very, very limited time. I mean, like a few days. So if all of my ramblings in this episode have resonated with you, or you just really, really want to make sure that you smash your financial targets next year, I highly recommend that you give that course a look. So if you want to stay up to date, so like I say, we've only got just over a week until that goes live and it won't be around for long. There are a few ways you can stay up to date with it. I will be posting about it on Instagram and on LinkedIn. But the best, best, best way to make sure you don't miss anything is to sign up for my mailing list. Now, when you do that, you get a free seven step action plan on how to kickstart your side hustle. Do that and I will keep you updated. I will send you some more information and I'll let you know when it's all live and ready to go. All right then, my darlings. Trust me when I say it's really worthwhile doing this work. It all gets quite fun after. Have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll catch you here next time. If you love what you're hearing in this podcast, but you are still yet to start that rebel empire of your own, I've got something that might help. Head over to the show notes of this episode where you will find a free seven-step action plan to kick-starting your first side hustle. It's got pretty pictures, it's got activities. What more could you want, my loves? Get it downloaded, try it out, let me know how you get on.